Welcome to another episode of the Upscale Podcast. I'm here today with Mitch. My name is Arena. How are you? I'm good. What's happening? Uh, look, it's been you know it's been a good week. I feel like we've had um we've had some really you know good personal time. I've spent a lot of time with the kids, the family. Um, had some fun. Nice. You know, it's been a, all in all, I would say a positive, productive, joyful week. That sounds really good. Yeah. Hey, what about you? I like it. What about you? I had a really good week. Yeah? Yeah, I can't complain. There's something different about you today. <laughs> I'm not wearing my glasses. You're not wearing your glasses? I'm not, not that anyone can hear that. No, they can't. But, but I'm um, not wearing my glasses. You aren't wearing your glasses? I'm wearing contacts. You've moved to the dark side. Yeah. I wear contacts too. I used to wear contacts all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying them out again. Yep. How are you finding it? So far, so good. Life-changing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's Life-changing. Awesome. Yeah. I still like push out my glasses even though they're not there though. Yeah. So look, it feels like you've had a bit of a change. It's a good segue. It's a yeah. great segue, actually, to what we talked about today. A change has occurred in you. Yeah, I you varied. Used wear glasses. <laughs> you used to wear glasses and now you don't. Yeah. And I didn't communicate that properly, did you I? You did not communicate. I so just, I was shocked. I was shocked, shocked when I saw you today without your glasses because you hadn't segment. communicated that. Yeah. And I feel like that's a great segue to um, communicating variations or changes with customers after quotes are said and done. You know, once you've started doing a job, and you realize that maybe you didn't quote right or maybe something has changed in and around that, how do we actually communicate those variations? How do we navigate the, the massive negativity that we, we hold and we, we have this massive fear? Oh, my God, the customer's going to hate us. Mm. You know, how, do we, how do we navigate all that? Yeah. So my first point would be before you keep going. Yep. <laughs> do you have to be honest about, okay, we told you this is going to happen, but now that we've been on site, we realize that we can't actually do it that way mm-hmm. or we made a mistake and you need to own that and you yep. need to be upfront and not wait until after the fact and just sort of be quiet about it and just do it all and then basically wait for the bill shock of the customer um, and then deal with it later because that usually results in more conflict. I would say 95% of the time when I hear our clients have issues with, uh, sorry, our clients have issues with their clients Mm. around, um, you know, some variations and so forth. 95% of the time we ask them, did you talk to them before doing the works or completing the variations about the problem or the thing that has arisen? 95% of the time they're like, no. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing. So for me, a, a good way get think, in before. A good way to think about that is you had your car serviced the other day. I did. Yep. And you realized or you found out that you needed your ABS brakes fixed. Yes. What how much did they tell you that would need to be? Thirteen thousand dollars. Thirteen thousand dollars. Now you went in for a service, eight hundred dollars yeah. maybe. I don't know. I just, I just wanted them to check out the lights and replace the windscreen wipers. Yeah. So imagine like, you had have walked back in the door mm. to pick up your car <laughs> and they had have said, here's the bill. Fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah. You would have been like, what? And they say, oh yeah, we 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 had to do your brakes. You had to fix all your brakes, and you would have been, hang on a sec, why didn't you communicate that with me? Yeah. And I think that's a really good way because a lot of the time we don't realize that what we're doing is so similar to things that we wouldn't like done to us. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if the company had have called you, which they did, and they said, hey, you need this, this, and this done, mm-hmm. and you had the ability to say no. Yep. Yep, you feel in power now. You feel in charge about the decision. Yep. yep. They actually gave me some other tips and tricks that yep. I could follow up. Like yep. I could just talk to the car dealers uh, directly. But 
they were really open about it, yeah. which that's the reason why I got back to them each time because yeah. I know that I can trust them and they're honest about anything. And it's always been that relationship. I quite like bringing that up because they will call me and say, hey, we noticed while we were doing a service, something's broken. We don't want to fix it without letting you know because it will cost you more. Yes. And and it's just as simple as making that phone call. Um, I think it's super important on any sort of works that you've booked in for that if there's large variations, mm. don't just write an email or a text message or something. It needs to be a phone call or if it's a longstanding customer that you see face-to-face, I would do that in person. Yes. But mm-hmm. we do want to send an email or a text message after, after. the fact, after yes. we've communicated the variations because we want a paper trail. Yeah. And, you know, if we're talking about a perfect case scenario, um, what we could actually have is the variations change the quote and then we have them re-sign yeah. or re-approve the new quote with all the variations. Yes, 100%. And that's just a, a workflow where you're just, you know, already putting in your system which changes do we need to make? Um, what's happening? What can you do? Is it been has it been communicated to the client and have they accepted it? Mm-hmm. And if you have that in writing, you know, okay, now we can keep moving forward together. Yep. Or maybe they choose to go with someone else and you just charge for what you've done up to that point to cover yep. your cost and yep. um go with the original quote, but you won't do the work to the level that is needed to get yeah. it done. I think something else that's really important to do, and it's once again, it's another thing before you actually do the work. And this is one step before that. This is before the quote is actually even accepted initially. Yep. And that is in your quotes, you should stipulate and state that if variations occur, this is the process that will be undertaken. The process will be that we will call you. We will speak to you in person. We will then send you an email. We will then send you a quote and you will have to approve it. So if any variations come up, this is what is going to happen. Yep. And that should be in your terms and conditions. It's very transparent. It's very clear. It's There's simple steps to follow, right? If yep. something changes, we will let you know and you can decide if you want to go ahead and we just get you to reapprove. And it's, you know, from the get-go as a consumer, as a customer, that that might happen in case there is something unexpected. Yeah. At the job site. Now we have seen people in the past that have variation clauses in their terms and conditions mm-hmm. that talk around, you know, if there is a variation and the value is under 10% of the total quote, you're giving us pre-approval to go ahead with that variation without effectively talking to you. Yep. And but if it's above it, then we will talk to you. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm saying that ultimately it comes down to communication. Yes. And if you communicate these different things and you make someone aware of that, don't just hide it in your Yeah, please don't. I was just about to say that. Don't put it in the fine print and hope that no one picks up on it. You want people to pick up on it. Exactly. You want them to be aware that that's a normal process if they work with you. If we look at the majority of the people that we coach, it's in that trade and services and construction sector. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the general public do have trust issues with people in that sector already. Yep. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's valid. I'm just saying that's what it is. You know, look at a current affairs every two or three weeks, they're talking about some dodgy whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a preconceived idea of where we see tradesmen. Yep. And I just, I just want to highlight again, that's not where I see them or what I agree with. I'm just saying that it's that is unfortunate. It's, it's really unfortunate, especially the people we work with are incredible human beings and they run great businesses. Yep. 
But what I'm saying is that if the community has that preconceived idea, let's not give them any additional ammunition. Mm. Let's not hide things. Let's be open, honest, transparent business people. Yep. And make it so that we are actually increasing the positive perception of our industries. Yeah, I was just about to say it's like you have the chance to actually increase the trust in the whole industry, which is great. And really all you're doing is communicating effectively and, you know, upfront about what's going to happen in the case of a variation. You're, you're not, you know, it's not an issue. And people understand I've been, um, I can like build a house or in the process of building a house. And because of the price rises in the past, we actually had this happen to us and we were half expecting it already because we knew like, okay, building houses is going to be more expensive by the time that it started. And what happened is we got a phone call and they talked us through exactly why our price has gone up. And in the end, we came to an agreement with the builder and we were happy to pay that even was a substantial variation, but you know, because it was communicated to us in a, in a really nice way, it was then easy to go ahead mm -hmm. um, because it was, you know, it was reasonable, it was fair, it was communicated clearly. We had time to think about it. It was put in writing and there was a process around it. And as a consumer, as someone who builds a house or, you know, does it gets anything fixed in their house or has a project, as long as you know and someone explains it to you, that's okay. Yeah. And look, the majority of negative um, interactions that come from, you know, when variations go through and it's because the client receives bill shock, mm. they were expecting something yep. and they got something greater. Yep. And I mean, that's understandable. You know, when we go and buy something at the supermarket, we see the price, but imagine if we got to the cashier and by the time we got to the cashier, we had to pay, instead of it being $3, which is what the ticketed price was, mm. we got there and we had to pay $3.80. Yeah. We're going to make them aware and we're going to say, hey, that was actually $3 and now I'm paying $3.80. And in that moment, that's the problem. It's that, hang on a sec, what I saw and what I was told was one thing and now what I'm being told by the time I've arrived here is different. Mm. You know, But if we have that conversation you know, as we go through it, if we, if we have those understandings and that level of communication with our clients, it's very, very, very rare that we would be hit with any problems. Yeah. It is uncomfortable to bring it up, right? I think mm. that's where the the big issue lies, especially if it's if you're maybe just starting out and you notice, oh, I'm maybe you just made a mistake. Yeah. Um, and that's probably one of the biggest things where you made a mistake in the beginning and you misquoted. Uh, you need to own up to that and have that uncomfortable conversation. Sometimes, um, you know, you notice that once you have the conversation, it's actually not as bad. Yeah. That's, I reckon that's in life in, to, in, mm. in everything. Yeah. Like nine times out of 10, when we actually have the conversation that we were dreading, we realize that it wasn't that bad of a conversation to have. No, that's you know, it. We build up stories in our head. We worry about certain things that actually have no impact or no bearing or even no stance within what it is that we talk about in the end. Yep. You just basically just need to, you know, rip the bandaid off, have a conversation and then you don't even know what they're going to say. They might have no issues whatsoever. So why do you worry about how they're going to react until you actually know yeah. what they're going to say? Because in the end, you can always work it out. Yep. Now, if you're consistently having variations. Yes. If you're continuously making changes to things. Yeah. What are we going to do? What's that a telltale sign up? I think if it's your mistake most of the time, you're doing something wrong in the initial quoting price. Uh, 
process. Yeah. So that's where you need to fix what you're doing incorrectly. You need to go through and have a look at, okay, I've noticed I constant, consistently have to change X, Y, Z on the jobs. So why don't I review that process? Why don't I review the time that are allocated to that mm. and just update it before I even talk to any other customer that wants the same um, product or service? Yeah, I think any time that you have something arise in business that doesn't work the way that you wanted it to, mm. it's a great opportunity to revisit your systems. It's a great opportunity to, in this case, revisit your pricing and how you come to those um, pricing structures and so forth. And that's what we want. Like we're mm. wanting to build businesses that we don't have to do everything in. Yep. And ultimately we need to build pricing structures and quoting um, paths and processes that anyone can do. Yep. And if we're consistently having to make variations, exactly what you just said, then that means that there's a process that's wrong. There's a system problem. Yep. And it should be our goal to fix those. Yep. You know, reduce the amount of variations that we have to have because we get better at doing our job. That's it. Get better at the initial quote, um, yep. quoting process. And if it's your team that's making those mistakes, review what they are doing that we can approve as a team. Uh, where everyone can just learn from each other's mistakes as well. So you don't have two separate staff members making the same problem, like your mistake. Yeah. And I think that comes back to, you know, like we said before, that that industry's perception. You know, we don't ever want to be the business that is consistently changing their prices. No. You know, you want to get to a point where what you say, like your word matters. Mm. You know, like Alanister always pays his debt. That <laughs> means a lot in yep. Game of Thrones because it means that you can trust them to do what they say that they will do. Yeah, that's a theme that's carried throughout the whole series. Yeah, you know, and what we want to be is we want to be tradesmen that are known as when we say something, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the other thing is when you're on site. I know I'm sort of going back a little bit, but when you're on site and you're noticing that there's a big thing do not keep working like yes. make the phone call then and there yeah um because that's when you noticed and then keep going from there so really at your earliest opportunity you have to communicate yes yeah because that reduces one the the amount of work that you will have done that might be you know problem mm. because yeah you know what you the variation that you have to communicate might be too much for the person or the client to be able to handle yep. and they're going to need you to stop work yeah. So the last thing that you want to do is do additional works and do extra things that ultimately is going to just be something that can't be paid. Yep. And then that actually brings me back to like tying that in with our last point here where you're like, what are you doing wrong? Because if you have similar situations that you can't maybe spot on the first few occasions, but then if you go into the third house, into the third project, and you're like, oh, that reminds me of the other job where we had to vary it later. You're going to learn from past experiences and you're going to allow for those issues that you might have come like come across in the past where you had to do it on the spot. Next time you will be able to actually just go, okay, no, I can see that this will be an issue or you know what to look out for yep. and you can do it at the front end rather than the back end. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. I feel like you've just tied it all up into a nice, neat package and just just brought everything back in. Yeah, that's that's that was my goal. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So don't be afraid of communicating it. I think that's going to be your biggest step. Just go and be honest, you know, and then work from there because no one's going to rip your head off. People get emotional, yes, but in the end, you're just working 
for everyone, like in their best interest, not just your best interest. Like everyone needs to be on the same page. So just rip the bandage off and talk to the client. I like it. I like it. Awesome. I think that'll do for us today. Right. See ya. Bye.